Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success Listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode two. No, golly, man, I'm still in the 200s. Uh, we'll go with 312. Episode 312. All right. So I kind of had a thought as far as what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And then all of a sudden, I got prompted by Holy Spirit to talk about something else. So I'm going to be led of the Holy Spirit to talk about that is what I sense. So, hey, if this is your first time actually tuning into the Kingdom Success uh, podcast, we're all about helping you maximize your kingdom potential here in the marketplace. And yours truly, Tyler McCart. The host of Kingdom Success, uh, going on now for eight years and over 300 episodes and over, golly, uh, 30,000 or no, over 100,000, I should say 30,000. Where am I getting that? It's actually probably now well over 130,000 downloads of the podcast, praise God. And uh, just excited to be able to share with you guys and, you know, again, empower you uh, from a you know, a person that's in the marketplace and how I'm applying the Word of God and what I'm seeing or hearing uh, from uh, different people and uh, what I'm observing, uh, how that they're able to apply the Word of God and be successful in doing so. Because one of the things that I want you to make sure you know about the kingdom uh, success is, you know, we're all, of, all about advancing the kingdom. The very first statement that Jesus made was not this right here, what I'm getting ready to say. (laughs) It wasn't, hey, you need to repent and turn away from your sins and believe on me so you can uh, go to heaven and not go to hell. That was not Jesus' first proclamation that he made. Jesus' first proclamation that he made was repent For the kingdom of God is near or at hand. So, you know, Jesus is all about this whole entire kingdom uh, revolution. And a revolution in the sense that he is the sacrificial lamb that was slain for all of us. That we might be not just partakers of, uh, you know, getting out of the hell card but actually where that we actually here on God's green earth, we actually might be able to partake and expand and, uh, you know, create where the kingdom of God can exist and permeate that atmosphere, permeate that environment wherever you're at. And the kingdom of God, guys, if you haven't already realized is inside of you 
And it's done a, a couple of awesome things for you. But I want to talk about something that really is been near and dear to my heart for a long time. And you've heard me say this multiple times. Multiple times. I, I mean, I've probably said this for a at least 15, uh, at least, you know, golly, eight, nine, ten years, eight, eight years at least. So you've heard me talk about in the garden, what did God give man? And you've heard me say God gave man three things. He gave him fellowship. He gave him a, an assignment or a destiny. And then he gave him the provision to accomplish that destiny. Well, one thing that I, I've just noticed with so many believers and including myself and really where that the rubber hits the road. And if you've heard me talk about this, you've heard me talk about it a hundred times that if you want to change your life, you have to change your thinking. And the thing that Adam, one of the other things that he lost in the garden was actually his mind. He lost the mindset that he had, and it wound up becoming a fallen mindset to where that, you know, it, it did not tap into or it was disconnected uh, from his spirit, man, if I could say it in that regards. But Jesus, again, ushering back in the kingdom, came to redeem us and came to actually restore that which was lost. So what did Jesus restore? He not only restored to us his, our fellowship with the Father, he also restored our assignment, our destiny. He also restored all the provision that's already been set aside, laid up uh, ahead of time for you and I. And you know what he also did, guys? He restored our mind. Now, our mind, once you're born again, your mind is not something that's just automatically changed. Although, in the course of, of you actually renewing your mind and transforming your mind and taking every thought into captivity under the beast of Christ Jesus, you actually can start to tap into what Adam had. Now, what was that that Adam had? Well, Adam had revelation knowledge. Adam had grace knowledge. Here, here Adam was doing his assignment, but doing it without having any schooling. All right, you see where I'm going with this now. Without any training, without any mentors other than God the Father working with him, and that was it. So I want you to hear me when I say that you actually now have had restored back to you revelation knowledge, grace knowledge, where that grace by the great, but what Jesus has done, his grace 
has now become teaching grace, empowering teaching grace to actually help you know how to navigate this world from a whole nother level. You know, Jesus was actually, you know, the uh, new Adam, and he operated in that way that Adam was supposed to be operating in, that he was before the fall. And that is our model that we actually can look at. So if you notice, Jesus, again, I'm just telling you like it is, Jesus had insight and revelation knowledge into certain situations. No situation ever got him frustrated. He was never in a hurry. Jesus was never uh, trying to figure, okay, what are we going to do? He was never sitting there wringing his hands, trying to say, oh gosh, okay, um, Peter doesn't have any um, tax money and I need to pay my taxes as well. What what are we going to do? All right, we, look, we got to push pause on our ministry right here and you know, go and do a car wash or go and, you know, uh, get a second job and let's go and find some, some money so that we can actually pay this tax. No, that's not what Jesus did, guys. Jesus actually got away or either he already had prior knowledge, a revelation knowledge, because of the time that he had spent with the Father talking about what was already planned. So, therefore, he was never caught off guard. And if a situation arose, he went and began to pray and ask and, and seek, you know, what the heaven, his heavenly father had in store or where the provision was at so that he could actually partake or um, overcome that situation. And gang, I'm here to tell you that you and I have the same mindset. A lot of times, you know, I've heard, um, you know, ministers of the gospel say, oh, you know, you know, eyes not seen or ears not heard, you know, uh, what the, what God has had laid up in store for us. Well, if you take that same scripture, which is in the Old Testament, and you actually bring it down and it said in the New Testament, I, I, I don't know if it's in 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians. I believe it might be somewhere, it's somewhere in the Corinthians. <laughs> but it says in there that because we have Holy Spirit inside of us, we have full knowledge of everything. I mean, even Jesus says himself that he's going to send the Comforter, send Holy Spirit to us, and guess what? He's going to reveal all things. And he is going to even says that he's going to guide us into all truth. That's found in the Gospels. Go look it up. You know, do a quick search that it says that the Holy Spirit is our um, is going to guide us into all truth. And he he's it even says that he's going to tell us or reveal to us things to come. Jesus says that. So there's, there's no, there's no need. I mean, I, I'm speaking to myself when I say this, you, you've been set apart and you are head and shoulders. When you enter the room, you're head and shoulders above all things because you have the greater one, Holy Spirit inside of you. You just have to tap into that. Now, how do you tap into it? Great question. Glad you asked. 
It is basically through prayer, meditation of the word, all right, a expectation that you're going to hear from your Heavenly Father and get a download of what you need to do. I'll wrap up with this. So there was a, and I, again, I might be butchering a little bit of the story, but I remember a story being shared. So there was a, there was, there, I, it might have been World War II or World War I that was going on, and the um, Americans could not build their uh, battleships fast enough. And, you know, they were really lagging behind in production because what would happen is, is and I, I think I remember the story properly, when they would actually uh, release the boat into the water, uh, the, the boat, um, I guess, brackets or whatever it was that was holding it together would, uh, would actually, you know, because they're trying to speed the process up, it would uh, unhinge, I guess, or break apart, and the boat would sink. And it was just this horrific you know thing that was going on and nobody could figure it out and lo and behold uh i think you know if i was a engineer or if it was somebody came to uh actually asked this gentleman if he would actually try to figure out how this would work out and the gentleman actually took the time he took uh i think either a couple days and this was like going on for not just, you know, a couple of weeks. This was going on for months that uh, the United States government couldn't figure this out. And this gentleman took time. It might have been a, a couple of days. Let's just say it was a couple of days of tight prayer, seeking the Lord, <coughs> thinking about what, what needed to happen. And lo and behold, he came back with a solution that they were able to produce. Watch this right here. I think I'm getting this right. They're able to produce a ship per day. Yeah, because he went into his prayer closet. He went into, he didn't sit there and try to go research or go talk to somebody at MIT or consult. No, he went before the Holy Spirit. I'm thinking of another gentleman, Lance uh, Walnow. He would sit there and take the plans, like the company that he was working for in his corporate job, he would literally take the plans uh, or the the situation or the the company that needed to be turned around and they would give him the plans. He would take it home. He would pray in the Holy spirit all night or, you know, for a good period of time at about two or three days or whatever it was. And God would give him the insight of what he needed to do. And he'd come back and he would uh, give a presentation and they would be like, Holy cow, we never thought about this right here. And those companies that he would turn around would do leaps and bounds above what they were able to do all because he would tap into Holy Spirit. Gang, I'm here to tell you that your books, the books that have been written about you, about you are already written. God has got the success plan for you already wired in your DNA. You just have to tap into it. And this is one thing that Jesus has restored. He's restored your mind, your spirit mind, because you have the mind of Christ. That's what it says in Corinthians. You have the mind of Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. Guess what? You've got that same, you got that mindset. And you can overcome anything with spending some time with Heavenly Father. So, 
Gang, know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side. Yeah.